0: An episode on world geopolitical trends. Why not? In the spirit of always making episodes about something which I know nothing about. Uh, Orion Air airliner uh, was diverted over the last few hours um, over Belarus. Belarus, where the Belarusians are. Um, there was a journalist on there that Belarus wanted to um, arrest, and no doubt shoot. I'm not saying they're going to shoot him, but I bet they want to. Belarus. So as I always do, just Google a couple of things. You know, like where the hell's Belarus, <laughs> and um, and the first thing I see is that belarus is um is um, part of a supra nation that comp- comprises itself and russia so russia and belarus are aligned joined um together um as a supra nation yeah there's a supra nation and it's called the Union state or something like that. You know, similar to the United States, let's say. But it's more in the form of uh, the European Union or something like that, which is a supranational sort of entity or state. Um, And the African Union, which is a supranational organisation. And uh, as soon as I read that, that Belarus and Russia uh, voluntarily joined together as a supra nation still independent nations um, supra means above so they're independent and yet connected into one they're many and they're separate Uh, they're they're one and they're many at the same time and um, as soon as I heard that word supra I said, "Hang on! I've heard that word recently, and I did hear it uh, because I've been listening to a um, an audio book uh, or an audio lecture, actually, on geopolitics, on geography, geography, really, yeah, and geopolitics. Um, and within these lectures, I've been listening to um, the lecturer. I, I really like the." He's an American, an American, the guy, giving these lectures, but I actually like his accent. I don't hate all uh, American accents, some of them are very listenable, I like this guy. Um, I use him to go to sleep too, he's very relaxing, uh, and in the morning, you know, it's, <laughs> we start off talking about New Guinea or something, and in the morning I wake up, oh, we're still talking about New Guinea, and he's, he's in Belarus or somewhere. <laughs> Anyway, um, and um, he talks about trends, you know, the way the world's going and all that sort of thing, you know, population growth, you know, population levelling out, he mentioned that at one stage, that population is going to probably level out at some stage, um, and so on and so forth, yeah, and then double later down the track, you know, he's got all these modelling and all that sort of stuff. But the point is, for the purposes of this episode, uh, which is about supranations like this Union State, or whatever it's called, uh, comprising the Belarusians and the Russians. Scary lot. You know, they, they, they brought down a Ryanair plane, you know, an Irish plane. <laughs> they tricked the Irish into landing. That wasn't hard. <laughs> they said there's a free Guinness on the tarmac. No, they said there was a bomb threat, but there wasn't. They just wanted to arrest a guy. Um, that's the Russians for you and the Belarusians too all right Um, piracy that is Uh, they took him away Um, bang (laughs) that'll be the end of him Um, all right now uh, supra nations this geography lecturer I've been listening to, suggests that there are multiple forces going on all at once in the world in terms of geopolitics. But he said one force, one trend, is a trend towards fragmentation of um, states, if you like, um, into their component Uh, what you might call ethno-nationalist components, you know, states, portions. Um, So, you know, like take the United Kingdom, which is something of a supra-state itself. Um, It's not a state, the United Kingdom, although you could argue it is, but it's actually, well, even the people in the United Kingdom, they refer to the four nations of the United Kingdom. There's four different nations. Um, uh, so it's not one nation, it's four nations but one super state, one union one kingdom one united kingdom uh, metaphor says but that you know looks on the ver- it's always looking on the verge of fragmenting Prince William came out just yesterday and said oh, I love Scotland so much and my mother does too, my mother did and my father loves it and everybody loves it and oh that's where I proposed to my wife I love that joint, you know, And what he's doing there is you know, Parliament's been in his ear and asked him to say a few words uh, in the direction of the idea of the Scots not seceding, you know? Um, but that's what's going on there, you know? Uh, so yeah, there's a, there's pressure on the United Kingdom to fragment. Now Yugoslavia has already fragmented. Actually, this fragmentation um, this trend, this sort of, yeah, you know, uh, this um, this looking for the right system for the right time. You know, I mean, the right system for the two thousand and twenty ones, the two thousand twenties, is different than the right system for the nineteen forties or something like that. Yeah, you know, there was a time when uh, ethno nations um, were trying to sort of coalesce into bigger nations, you know. Um, but now fragmentation is on by the look of it. Um, so what else have you got? Yeah, you, so you had Yugoslavia breaking up into all the Balkan states. And this fragmentation is called Balkanization. I think I've heard that term before, but it's called Balkanization. Um So you've, you've got this trend where there's pressure on what you might call super states, not supra- But super states, um, the one that comes to my mind is Ethiopia because I've got a goddaughter who's very interested in Ethiopia. And that's kind of a state made up of a number of nations, as you might call it, um, forced together, so to speak, into one big uh, multinational state. Um, And uh, there's pressure right now, I think, within this super state called Ethiopia to fragment or to Balkanize um, into a number of nations. You know, in, into a number of ethnic nations. Um, there's people trying to stop that, of course. But, um, but, you know, there's a lot of talk about that. And where else, what else is trying to fragment? I'm sure there's other places trying. Well, Sudan has fragmented into South Sudan and North Sudan. And from what I hear of South Sudan, that could fragment even further. I don't think it will, but um, I've heard that that's, you know, there's different groups within South Sudan that are so different from each other that, you know, one can imagine that fragmenting, um, into, uh, Southwest Sudan, South, Southeast Sudan and <laughs> a whole lot of other little Sudans. Um, what else is trying to fragment? Is there anyone anywhere else trying to fragment? Um... Australia is not really trying to fragment, but if um, Indigenous Australians weren't so in the minority, I'm sure that Australia would fragment into about 600, 600 nations in no time. You know, um, so I think balkanisation is um, is a trend. Um, there is a pressure for states that are kind of too big you know, um, to fragment into smaller parts. But here's the funny thing, at the same time, there's pressure on these now independent states. Let's say say Ethiopia, you know, broke into whatever, six ethno ethno nations or whatever, you know, groupings. Um, At the same time as it did that, and you've got other nations around there like Eritrea and a few others too, you know, and South Sudan maybe, you know, or North Sudan. Well, which is called Sudan. Why didn't they get called North Sudan? You know, they just grabbed Sudan. That's you know? like um, it's like um, South Australia, Western Australia. You know? um, and Victoria, yeah, you know, we've got South Australia, Western Australia, and Victoria. Um, we should just call ourselves Australia. Here in Victoria, we're Australia, <laughs> Yeah, you know? And over there's South Australia, you know, to our west. <laughs> and further over to the west is Western Australia, but we're Australia. You know, we could change our name from Victoria to Australia using the Sudan method. All right, but you know, at the same time, let's just imagine, I see Somalia, that's another one that wants to fragment into Somaliland and Somalia, you know, and a few other pl- little chunks as well. Right, imagine it all fragmented, the Horn of Africa, for example, you know, I could have used the example of Yugoslavia too, um, but that one's done and dusted. Um, okay, so we've got a new one here, Ethiopia. Let's say, um, at the same time as see two things, two forces might happen at once: uh, a pressure for the the entire Horn of Africa to fragment, but at the same time, for all those fragmented pieces, these smaller nations, um, to coalesce again, so ke- keep their independence. They're all nations, sta- nation states. But for them to form a supranational state, of you know the state of Horn, you know the state of the Horn of Africa, for example, and then for that supranational state to be maybe a part of the African Union, which is a supra supra national state, and this is the trend. This is maybe a trend in the world at the present. Is there anywhere else I can think of that's trying to break up? Well, obviously I mentioned the United Kingdom. Uh, well, Spain. Yeah, Catalonia could break off. But then, you know, if Catalonia, or whatever they call it, broke off and then there was Spain proper and Portugal, you know, the Iberian Peninsula could become the supranational state of Iberia. And if Northern Ireland broke off and didn't become part of Ireland, isn't that funny how, see what I'm talking about? It should be South Island, shouldn't it? Um, um, they could, you know, they could even be separate nations because you're not going to change all those bloody Protestants up in Northern Ireland into Catholics overnight. So you could have two different nations, Northern Ireland and Ireland, but they could be part of a um, supra-nation called Hibernia. Yeah. And Scotland and England and Wales could join together to become Britannia we could be back in Rome in no time, yeah, you know, so on and so forth. Italy could do with some breaking up huh? it's been a basket case since World War two um you could break that right up back into its component parts, you know everything it was before Garibaldi and all that sort of stuff and um we could go back to the two Sicilies, you know Genoa, and all that sort of stuff, Rome, you know Calabria, and all these places and um but then you could, at the same time... And the supranational state wouldn't have to be... Um, have the same borders as the old Italy. You know, there was a trend back in 1848 or whatever it was. Um, you know, when... You know, the German... The, all the um, German states, you know, Prussia and all those ones, and Westphalia and all those... all joined together to become a super state of Germany. And then all the... Um, Italian mini states, yeah, got their independence from Austria or whatever, and then got trapped into Italy, um, and so on and so forth. Right, the reverse might be on, and uh, we might have, yeah, you know, we could we could see Germany break up again, but then immediately coalesce again into a German supra state. You now, let's say the EU falls apart, you know, you could get a supra state going, a Germanic super-state, which might in- actually include Austria, for example. Um, let's get the old Austro-Hungarian Empire back together again, couldn't we? Um, so, yeah, that could happen. So Italy could break up and then there could be a supra national Italian state. Um, but it would be different than the super-state that is Italy because all the different nations like Genoa and yeah, all the other ones I mentioned, Um, They would all be genuine countries, you know. So it's, uh, because it's more natural. We want to break up into our component parts. Uh, Traffic going past. Daughter. On one level, you know, we'd like to break up into 10,000 nations again all around the world Uh, but at the same time we want the economic benefits of being of coalescing um now the economic benefits of coalescing um were realized back in the 1800s especially um uh, by smashing ethnic states such as throughout italy and crash, crushing them in and then smashing them into a single super state. But you know, maybe technology, for example, might be aiding all of this. It's, it's, it's possible for us to all fragment um, and not be so centralised and all that sort of stuff thanks to technology, the internet and all that sort of stuff. You can do business from home. You don't need to cluster into cities and have a single, you know. Uh, it's technology may be making organization fragmentation, more possible. So technology could usher in a back-to-the-future kind of scenario where we all fragment back into our component ethnic parts or, if not ethnic, cultural parts or whatever. But at the same time, we still need the economic benefits of coalescence. Um, there are many problems that can't be dealt with uh, by too many nations acting in their own self-interest alone. Um, again, I'm thinking of Ethiopia because of the locust problem. You know, that requires a combined effort of many, many nations. Uh, many, many nations that aren't getting along all that well right now and that's why uh, the locust problem isn't being dealt with very well. Uh, um, but best of both worlds style, yes. Maybe the trend in the future will be towards people fragmenting into their uh, cultural identity groups or ethnic identity identity groups and all that sort of thing, as a rule. And we might end up with, what have we got now, nearly 200 countries? We might end up with 1,000 countries, and I think that'd be rather nice. And I think it actually is even possible, and especially made possible by... The information age. You know, we can fragment things. You know, where we needed a great big office building in the city, let's call it a company. Let's um, take the idea of a company, for example, um, where you needed everybody in the big 18-storey building back in the old days. Well, a company can just fragment right across Australia and the world now and still operate, courtesy of the information age. Uh, So countries could do the same. Um the economies of scale that forced uh, small ethnic nations to combine into super nations back in the old days, super nations such as for example, Italy and Germany, which I think are two exciting ones, the way those came about um, that could be shoved into reverse now and all the nations of the world could um, could uh, uh come back, you know we could fragment back into all those original nations of the world, some of which will never will never you know some were wiped out um and can't come back you know the language is gone, so on and so forth how uh, you know, how I think many languages in Italy were wiped out by uh, Italian unification unification, you know that's what they called it but it was actually uh, the cultural genocide of all the separate Italian identities into one. Arguably, uh, many languages were lost, and so on and so forth. Um, so, two things could be happening at the same time, and they're kind of opposite things. One, the balkanization of larger states into smaller nations or smaller states that um, run along ethnic and cultural lines. A lot of that could happen in Africa, you know, because a lot of those super states uh, were artificial, uh, imposed by Europeans and that sort of thing. It's been nothing but trouble. So if they could fragment, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, but all of us could, you know. Um, um, so at the same time, fragmentation, and at the same time, coalescence, at the same time, but not coalesce back into super-nations where everybody's got the same identity. You know, the idea of a one Australia uh, or a one Africa. You know, a lot of American African-Americans want a, they want a one Africa, but I think they're swimming against the tide of history. I think the tide of history is for somewhere like Africa to fragment into a million bits. Um, and then for the African Union perhaps to become the supra nation that oversees all of that. But to have some semi-supra nations within Africa as well under the African Union and all that sort of thing um, form you know like let's say a horn of Africa supra nation you know in a South African a South small s South you know South African supra nation you know if you know we could split up into Zulus and and Dutch and English and a few others down there too yeah, all right and the original click people, you know, they often get forgotten. Um, South Africa could split up into all of that. But then coalesce again as a super a nation that also brings in, um, you know, places like Zimbabwe. Uh, that could happen. And the other joint over there, Namibia. They're the two trends. Now, uh, they're the political trends. There's another... Supra-style organisation out and up and about in the world, and that is multinational corporations. And that's a whole other layer. But these things can coalesce. I mean, coexist. End of episode.